Hey, it's Heritage, and you're welcome to Music Monday here at the Poetry of Dust. I believe that music is a portal to the soul. I also believe that words have the power to speak life or death, even without an accompanying melody. I'll be your tour guide as we journey through the land of symphonies and lyrics, uncovering themes that will not only breathe life into you, but set you ablaze. Fasten your seatbelts and let's go. Hunger. That's how you know you're alive. Ask any healthcare professional. One of the first few symptoms they ask you when you go to the hospital is if you've lost your appetite. It's a way of differentiating a mildly ill person from a severely ill patient. Hunger. It reminds us that we are alive. However, what are you hungry for? And what are you using to satisfy that desire? We live in a perverted world, one that advertises all sorts of vices to cater to our desires. I picture it as a very busy marketplace where multiple people are yelling, auntie, uncle, come, I have this one, no, just try it. I promise you won't go hungry again. The devil knows that there's a huge God-sized hole in our hearts, but he would never let us actually go to the one who can fill it. He knows that once we do that, he is doomed. And there would be a bunch of people breaking out of their chains daily, living lives without struggle or sadness. Isaiah 58 verse 12 says, The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You'll be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Being alive can feel like you're in a never-ending desert, unable to find water. You're a plant that hasn't seen rain for weeks on end, and you're thirsty, so thirsty that you can't think straight. The Bible, however, says that he will not only satisfy us, but strengthen us if we go to him. But it's easier said than done, isn't it? There are limitless vices these days, too many to count. Countless options that we choose to feed our souls, hoping that the storms in our mind will finally cease or the emptiness will give birth to fruitfulness. For some, it is literally food. For a while, I used food to distract myself from how I was feeling inside. Anything to dull the ache in my chest. I would eat till I could barely move, so sore and bloated that it momentarily took my mind off from whatever I was running away from. At some point, I turned to pornography, the devil filling my head with images that gave me a rush, one that never really lasted and always left me feeling disgusted afterward. I probably would have moved on to masturbation, but I could never quite figure it out. I kept going back to porn and food, an endless cycle of transient highs and even deeper lows that I could not escape. You know why? Because at least I could feel something and I was willing to be okay with that. Funny how the devil can make us content with junk and scraps when God has an eternal supply of treasures just waiting for us. I'd become satisfied with darkness because I'd forgotten what the light tasted like. I was thirsty. I didn't know that the Bible says in Psalm 107 verse 9 that God satisfies the thirsty 
and fills the hungry with good things. When you go to God, you can be sure that it is not just for aesthetics and good pictures, that it's not a restaurant that is just fine dining. And when you leave, you're still so hungry that the moment you get home, you saw Gary and beans. I like beans a lot, hence the analogy. <laughs> anyway, you know that whatever he feeds you with will satisfy you. If you didn't know before, well, that's why I'm here. To tell you, to proclaim to you of the goodness of a God who says in Jeremiah 31 verse 25 that he will satisfy the weary soul and replenish the languishing. Do you feel weary, dog tired, and soaked to the bone? You woke up this morning and the first thing on your mind was having a drink. So you did. It helped. So you took another, then another, and then another until it lulled you to sleep. But then hours later, your eyes fluttered open and nothing changed. You still felt empty inside. Or maybe you told yourself that today would be the last time that you took a snuff of that white powder. You heard it calling to you. And since this was your last day anyway, and you had built up a tolerance, you would go out in grand style. Live and let live now, Oga. So instead of snuffing it, you dissolved it into liquid and shut it up into your veins, hoping that it would do something that only Zoe, the true life of God, was capable of accomplishing. You realized too late that you had done too much. Your eyes were closing too fast. The rush of euphoria was making your heart race at an alarming rate. And with the last of your consciousness, you are begging whatever, whoever is out there to save you. You won't do it again. You promise with what you are hoping is not your last breath. But then that something, or maybe someone answers, and your eyes open again. You're in a hospital bed surrounded by your friends and family who are in tears begging you to pull your life back together. You swear to them that this is the last time. You're going to do better. You won't disappoint them again. And so they leave you alone to rest, inadvertently leaving you to your thoughts, reminding you of how hungry you are again. You are still so thirsty. And that white powder is looking really good once more. You pick up the phone and dial your dealer's number. At this point, you know it by heart. And then the cycle repeats itself. You don't know what the light tastes like. So the only thing familiar to you, the only thing you know how to do, is reach back for the darkness. Hunger. It reminds us that we are alive. It also reminds us of our weakness, our inability to satisfy ourselves. One of the most common sayings is this. Humans are insatiable, which is partly true. It's true because humans think with their flesh, and so they chase things that appeal to the flesh, which will never, ever satisfy. However, man is also spirit and has a soul, and that, that part of man, can be satisfied. You think I'm capping? Check out John chapter 5, verse 14 with me. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. I came with the receipts for the skeptics out there. Jesus also said in John 6 verse 35 that he is the bread of life. 
Whoever comes to him will never go hungry, and whoever believes in him will never be thirsty. For you to be satisfied, you have to do two things. One, you must go to him. His word says that you will find him if you seek him with all your heart. God doesn't run away or play hide and seek. He doesn't play games. What you see is what you get. There is nothing shady in the background. He is a man of his word. And so if he has said, come to me, you best believe that you will meet him waiting. Number two, when you finally find him, you must believe in his ability to satisfy you. You must know it in your heart that he is the only one capable of filling that hole you have tried time and time again to occupy with meaningless substitutes. God is the only one who can set your heart on fire, the only one who can take away the ache in your chest. I'm not saying it because it is cliché, although clichés are clichés for a reason. I'm saying this because I have tasted and I have seen that not only is he good, he is perfect. That longing you have inside to feel something, to matter, the highs you are chasing, the purpose you are pursuing, all of that can only be found in him. In him is only light. There is no darkness at all. So step into him. Let the sun shine down on your face. You will regret it. Jesus is the hunger and the satisfaction. The more of him you drink, the more of him you want to drink, that is good for your soul. Once you taste of him, you will not thirst for anything else again. That is a guarantee, tried and tested. So come into the light, come broken, come heavy. Just come, taste and see that the Lord is good. And not only is he good, he satisfies always and forever. That is a promise I can stake my life on. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to check out our carefully curated playlist so that the seeds that have been sown will grow and blossom all week long. Kindly follow us on Twitter at Poetry of Dust Pod and on Instagram at Poetry of Dust Podcast. You can leave a comment or three. It would be such an amazing way to show your support. Thank you once again and see you next week.